Hey everybody, it's your boy Garrett J. White, the founder of Wicked Warrior and CEO of DKW Style. Welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, I'm going to fucking puke. Sit back, relax, welcome to today's Daily Fire. All right, my friend, so um, I literally, like, I have a nauseous feeling in my gut right now as I'm recording this for you. Like, I want to fucking puke everywhere. Like, it's weird. Like, I've got a queasiness and an uneasiness inside of my belly that is difficult to describe right now. I don't get fucking uneasy in my tummy about a whole lot of shit. But this shit, legit shit, is a fucking problem. Let me tell you what happened. I'm sitting in my office. I'm meditating, I'm getting ready. I'm completing some outlines and some frameworks. I'm about to go into my studio and I'm gonna shoot video. Okay, I have to shoot two hours of straight video, super fucking important video. And, and I get in to the studio to record. And as I'm leaving my office, I start to smell this stench. Like a really bad, shitty, shitty stench. Like really fucking bad stench. And I look in to, uh, or I start to smell around my office. I'm like, oh my God, this is bad. Like, is this me? Like, I showered today. Like, I wiped my ass good. Like, what the hell's going on? Why do I smell so bad? Is it me? Is it the office? What's going on? We had problems with the vents and stuff in this unit that we're in, these units that we have. It's an older building. Ventilation is a problem sometimes. So I'm sitting there and I'm smelling. I grab my Febreze, I spray it everywhere. Still nothing. And like, it's now it's just shitty smell mixed with Febreze smell. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So there's a little kitchen unit thing that's next door to us in that same building unit. And they had to clean, they got fined by the city and they had to clean a whole bunch of grease and shit out of the sewer. And in so doing had to also eliminate all the shit and the piss inside the sewer. And all of the shit in the piss and the other shit that they put down the sewer was clogged up in this big huge thing they had to pull out and drain. And by doing it, it released all this stench into the fucking ventilation systems, which then rolled into my office, then rolled into my studio, then rolled into my other offices, to rolled into the insurance offices, and everyone's literally packing up and leaving. And I'm like, do you smell that? And they're like, oh yeah, like I can't even sit here. I can't even, I can't even like sit still right now. Like it's so bad. And I'm like, oh my God, I am literally going to throw the fuck up right now over how bad this smells. I cannot believe what I am currently smelling. I go down and I pound on the kitchen door and I talk to the guy and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? It was a builder and he's like, well, you know, we had to clean this out. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you, I'm literally going to have to vacate all my offices right now because of how bad this smells. Like this is completely and utterly unfucking acceptable. Are you shitting me right now? And he's like, oh, you know, we got defined by the city. And I'm like, bro, you have got to let us know when you are doing this shit so that we can prepare for and plan for it. I have entire teams now who cannot work because we're gagging with how bad that shit is coming through the vents. So this is my speech. This is what I'm saying. These are all the things I'm speaking to. And I'm sitting there and now I've got in my car and I drove home to work. It completely derailed my video shoot. I had to get these videos out because of our schedule for tomorrow and our schedule for the next three days. Like there's not a lot of window. My teams are grinding and working and it's fucking chaos. And I'm thinking of this one simple principle. Your shit affects other people. Your shit affects other people. Your shit affects other people. Let me say it one more time. Your shit affects other people. Not up for debate. 
Your shit affects other people. Not sometime, every time. So here we are in a situation where literally the shit inside of this office, they had to clean out in this cooking center place and all the grease and shit they were shoving down the sewer they got fined for. And all of that smell went through the fucking blowers up into the rooftop, into our offices. And we now taste shit in our mouth. Because why? Because they didn't handle their shit. And then when they handled their shit, it spilled over and on dust. Here's my question for you. Where in your world across body being balanced and business have you experienced your shit affecting other people? Your shit in one area is affecting other people that you know. Where's that at? Bloods warm up a new weapon, aka adrenaline panel. Why don't you write that down? Here's an area where my shit has been affecting other people. And the second question, what could you do differently to assist with the process of your shit being handled without it Deeply impacting everyone else. Today we had to vacate the fucking offices because it smells so bad. Oh my God. Fucking horrible. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire. Parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the Warrior Book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends, so you just got the parable of the day. Literally the shittiest shit smell day. Well, I think probably on record in my life. I don't think I've actually had more shitty, shitty go on before, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, it was so fucking bad. So I'm not going to go down that path anymore because I know you got to hear all about it here in the, in the fire for today. The principle, though, from today's parable was your shit affects other people. Your shit affects other people. People. And we're going to take that and we're going to link that up to where we are going forward here inside of our conversation with Warrior Book. We're on page 363. We're coming into the keys again and we're going to deal with why, right? Our last daily fuel, we dealt with the what. And now this time we're going to deal with the why. What do you want? Now we're going to look at the why do you want it. And we're going to link this up to our principle of the day, which is your shit affects other people. Okay, so here we are, section five, the keys. Chapter 29, why? William Barclay, a scholar, a Scottish scholar from 1907 to 1978, had the following to say. There are two great days in a person's life. The day we are born and the day we discover why. I'll read that one more time to you. There are two great days in a person's life. The day we are born... And the day we discover why. It's powerful, isn't it? Do you know that like this, this is a single, single greatest discovery for me in my life is coming to understand purpose, coming to understand why. And I'm going to, I'm going to nail that here in this session about what I feel the purpose of life is. What you feel the purpose of life is, that's on you. But our focus today is on this topic of why. And we're going to get after, we're going to dive into this here in chapter number 29, verse number one, page 364 here in the worry book. One, why? 
This is a second great question my trainer asked me after grilling the way with what do you want that we covered here on our last day of the fuel. Yet again, I wasn't expecting the next onslaught of questions. Why do I care? Why did that matter? Why was that significant? Why was that a must in my life? Verse two, the dynamic of why becomes a driving action and purpose behind our production here at Warrior. We throw fire onto the what's and we say, here is why. Here is why this matters to me. Why I have have to have this. Here is why this is significant and a must inside of my life. This is a question I ask most people I come in contact with on a daily basis. I'll ask my daughters, what do you want? What is the point of this? Why do you want that? Three, these two questions have power to change people's lives because most human beings are not being asked this. Getting clear about the challenge is to ask and answer why until they do something. Four, if your motivation behind making a million dollars a year is because it would be cool to say, I made one million dollars a year, you're probably not going to achieve it. Five, you're not going to have enough fire inside the gap of the actions that are necessary between where you are and where you say you've got to go. You'll not have enough to fire to pull it off because you don't have a specific why linked up in your mind to doing it. So when shit gets tough, when the going gets hard, you'll stop. You'll stop doing it. You'll find a reason not to hit that outcome. Whether that's a 90-day outcome, a four key four action, a one door, doesn't matter. Verse six, one of the places that I experienced the, experienced the importance of establishing a strong, clear why was through an event called Kokoro in a program with SealFit, uh, which I mentioned briefly before in this book. All active and former Navy, Navy SEALs take civilians and young military guys training to go to BUDS for the Navy SEALs program to qualify through Hell Week. They come into this three-day event with civilians blended in. Crazy lunatics like me show up there and say, we're going to do this event. Seven, for 70 hours straight, you work out. You train, you do push-ups air squats, pull-ups, carry logs, sandbags, and men. You go in the water, you get out of the water. You go in the sand, you work as a group. You work individually, you are cold, you are fucking tired, you are fatigued. Within the first six hours, and you have to endure another 50 to 70 hours of intensity. The cold baths feel like complete, absolute torture. You ask yourself, why the fuck am I here? Why am I doing this? It's crazy. Yet before we even got to Kokoro Camp, the message that came from Mark Devine's team from SealFit simply said this, Garrett, you better have a clear why. Eight, what was that was, that, the what was clear. Finish Kokoro Camp. Go through 50 to 70 hours of authentic Navy SEAL training with no sleep. This is what I'm going to do. There were 44 people who registered for Kokoro. For, for Kokoro. 44 people paid, registered, and told Mark Devine and his team. I'm going to show up, and I'm going to do Kokoro Camp. Here's what I'm going to do. Day one. 33 showed up. This means that 11 individuals already lost their commitment between simply paying for the event and traveling. They didn't even make the journey. Why? Because there was no why. It was burning hot enough to help them overcome the reasons inside their mind for traveling, attending, and being part of this experience. Nine. Day one, 33 people began the experience. By the time we finished Kokoro Camp, almost 50 hours later, there were 17 of us. People weren't getting injured. Individuals were breaking. The entire time this event, the trainers continue to say the same thing. You better fucking find your why. You better find your why. They'd walk up to me. I had white, W-H-I-T-E, in black print on my white t-shirt. Known by my last name only, sitting in recon pants and boots. Every time I would look fatigued or I was having a hard time, feeling tired, there was 50 hours or so with no sleep, limited food, body shutting down, and or my mind shutting down, there would be a trainer that would walk up to me, look me in the eyes, and one of the SEALs would say, what is your why, white? 10. On the first night, as we hiked over 30 miles with 30-pound packs on our back, I lost sight of my why. For three hours, I lost sight of it. I sat there, climbing, hiking up this mountain, carrying this stick that's symbolizing our weapon with this pack on my stack, or pack on my back. 
oblivious to anyone else around me and completely, and I completely lost my why. 11. I lost the fire, and for three hours I attempted to create a reason, a story to not finish. Oh, my Kiwi's tendon. I should probably stop. I'm almost 40. I should probably stop. I miss my kids. I should probably stop. Why am I trying? What am I trying to prove? I'll probably injure something again. Maybe I'll die. Maybe I'll have a heart attack right here in the middle of the night. That's probably what's going to happen. I'll probably have a heart attack and die and they'd leave me here to rot. 12. Amidst all this fucking drama, I forgot my why. I forgot it. At 4.30 in the morning, I was freezing, eating an MRE, some horrible fucking pasta with a shitty spoon, yet it tasted so good. I sat there feeling defeated. One of the trainers came up to me again and looked me in the face asking, White, what is your why? Now, I'm going to pause on this. I'm going to DJ this. I'm going to freestyle this conversation now. Okay, our principle today is your shit affects other people. So we're dealing with this why conversation inside of your, your, your door and four keys. Okay, so if we come back to our door and we say, we're going to select a what that sits in the quadrant of important but not urgent. And we're telling ourselves inside of this quadrant of important but not urgent, we're saying the following. We're saying, listen, this thing over here, this what, this door that I'm going to open, this door is important to me. And here's why. See, as I define the why, I'm able to pull the what from the important and not urgent over into the important and urgent. I'm able to actually do something with it. It is the fuel at the core of your ability to go. It is the fire of your desire inside of what you declare. So the why affects you, but the why also affects everybody else. So think about think about this. If you if if I didn't, I mean, you're listening to this show right now. You're listening to this podcast, right? Like, what's my why behind this? Yes, my why is to enroll you in programs with us. Yes, my why is to have you start to live a different way and purchase or invest in the books and programs. Yes, that's a why for sure. There's a bigger why, though. The bigger why is to ultimately make a difference and leave an impact, to build a movement. There is huge, intense significance and connection and purpose that I find in that inside myself. Part of the purpose of my life, as I studied this and searched for this over the years, for myself came down to something very, 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 very fucking simple. The purpose of my life is expansion. The purpose of my life is to become more than what I currently am. The purpose of my life is to grow. The purpose of my life is to expand. The purpose of my life is to create. But at the end of the day, the purpose of my life is ultimately to expand. So this daily fuel has a purpose. It forces my expansion. See, the coolest thing about selecting a door in that top right quadrant is that by design, by divine declaration, you are commanding the universe inside of this with your words and saying, listen, motherfuckers, this thing right here, this thing that I'm declaring, this thing that I'm saying, this thing that's sitting right in front of me, this thing is going to fucking happen. Period. The end. Game over. And inside of that declaration, what ultimately cauterizes it, like cauterizing like a, a, a piece, like a cut open fleshy leg, is your ability to what? To burn into it the why. Now, if I don't do this, you don't listen to this. If my why is not strong, the worry book doesn't exist. Tens of thousands of men and families around the world are not impacted. Events with thousands of guys being able to find a new path of power and literally thousands of children experience a radically different future. See, your why affects other people. You not doing shit, 
You not getting focused on your one door and your four keys? You not doing this? Well, this is a declaration of dysfunction. See, your chaos and your lack of why means that when shit gets hard, you fall apart. And when you fall apart, there's a cost. There's a cost on your marriage. There's a cost on your children. There's a cost on your teams. There's a cost on your business. There's a cost to this shit. Now, you might not see it right away, and that's the problem. But no, every decision and indecision that you make, your shit affects other people. Let's continue verse 13. For a second, I thought back to when my marriage was falling apart. My second marriage, all but done, finished. I had to explain this in the car one day as I was dropping my kids off at school. My daughter was trying to understand why mom and dad were almost getting divorced when they were little. My eight-year-old at the time, very inquisitive, kept asking why, 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 over and over and over. There was this why question again. 14. Kids don't accept because. They need a clear, simple explanation. They don't understand these wars within ourselves to go to battle every single day. The only thing that's going to give you the weapons and fuel is that why. 15. What was my why in Kokoro? This split-second flashback pulled me forward from sitting in a freezing shithole eating fucking MRE pasta with a goddamn spoon. I needed to have an answer. That why was simply a voice inside of me that said, I have a message for you in the morning of the second day. I had heard that why months before I went to Kokoro. It is what pushed me every single morning to wake up and train for two to three hours while everybody else was sleeping. And then the afternoon to train for another two or three hours. I was running in recon boots and pants in the sand, running into the surf, coming back out, doing thousands and thousands of push-ups and burpees, preparing myself to get to this camp so that I could get to this answer that the voice told me was available for me at the end of two days. 16. I had a why, but I had forgotten it briefly. You know what happened to the men and women inside of this event that didn't have a why? They quit. The second night, there was a woman by the name of Tico, the only woman to finish the program. A 42-year-old single mom with two children, which is her fucking big-ass why. 17. Tico said, I'm going to prove to my children that I can do this, that mom is powerful, and that we can deal with hard things as a family, and that's why I'm here at this camp. Only woman in the game. Powerful as hell, this woman. But in the second night, we lost seven or eight people. It was very cold. Very fucking cold. We were tired. We were shivering in and out of the surf. We went in and out of the ocean. We went in and out of the water and into the sand, crawling, military crawls for fucking hours, carrying logs around as a team all night. And I had my why and I was on fire. I was fucking pumped having crossed the threshold and wanting to give up earlier. I was on fire and I was going to finish. And I was like, oh, I can taste that finish line. I can taste that finish line. I don't give a shit. You bring anything to me, motherfucker. I will eat it up. I'll eat the goddamn face off it. But Tico wasn't there. 18. Tico lost her why, like I had the night before. She was sitting over the side ready to quit. One of the trainers came over to me and said, Garrett, you're losing somebody. Who? You're losing a teammate. Who? 19. You're going to lose Tico. Maybe she'll have a talk with her. She wants to leave. So I went over to Tico, 20. She was shaking and shivering, a 110-pound woman, 42 years old, single mom, sitting over by herself trying to eat an MRE, shaking. She couldn't stop shaking, shivering, shaking, sitting by herself, tears pouring down her cheeks. I went up to her and asked, Tico, what's going on? I can't do this anymore. I'm too cold. I'm too tired. I can't do it. See, it was in that moment, I'm going to freestyle now, and wrap up this daily fuel. It was in that moment that my commitment to my why warmed her. We grabbed her, we put her into a group, and we warmed her up, and she stayed. She graduated and completed Kukoro 37, 2015. 
It was a fucking amazing experience, but it's also a perfect example of the principle that we're discussing today, which is your shit affects other people. When you select a door that matters inside of your business, when you start stacking fucking doors, 56 doors a year, you stack one door a week that is significant, that is divine, that is by decision. What you create is a business that completely changes the market, changes the team, allows people to be employed, opportunities for people to get insurance, opportunities for clients to be blessed, and this you and I face every single day. And so yes, my friend, Your shit does affect other people. And when you don't have a why, you crumble like a house of cards in a hurricane. My friends, that's all I got for you today. Let's bring a conclusion here inside of Daily Field. Don't worry, I'm going to be back with you tomorrow. And we're going to continue on this path of dealing with this one door, four keys concept. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.